0: Yeah, so, the short answer is that even if you're holding first sphere it is mutter to shave this Erev Shabbos due to the double covet of Shabbos and Rosh Chedish. And there are those who all year round don't shave because of Abidah Chassid, don't shave on Rosh Chedish. And there's a Shailun in the Mishabura where the Stam Rosh Chedesh, Erev Shabbos, one should be shaving even if you normally hold Rabbi Abidah but over here, more... Pesachim agree that you can. And Ramosha says that the reason is because here it's more of a you haven't shaved in a while. So Ramesha is Makel and being down for Rabbi Yoshev is mekel. So uh, there's definitely what more than what to rely on. People ask me, uh, are they Makhuyev too? Well, you can't say Makhuyev. According to the shitas that hold this mutter, it's a covered. That's assuming you look bad in the first place. But if you look good anyway, uh, so it might depend on that. And there are sheets as a whole that if you always are makbed on Rabbi Yiddel Chassid, you can and perhaps should be makbed on this Arab Shabbos. This but uh, if uh, that's not Yimasehra or you don't know what you did last time this happened, is Muti uh, Mekel. We'll, so Mitzvah Shemai, we'll get that in before the drosh uh, on the same recording I'm going to send you. But that's the, uh, that's the preview. In case so, if, if, it, if it's not, if it's more that like it's uncomfortable, let's say, like just you know, in order to clean up a little bit, just uh, to get rid of yeah, that's know, fine. The, as long it. as uh, somebody notices the difference, it's got to be covered Shabbos. It's either covered Shabbos because you look better, or it's covered Shabbos because you're less, you're scratching less. So, <laughs> I guess I guess any any one of those uh, options would uh, lend cover to the to the Shabbos combination. So uh, so we'll chaza that to Mitzvah Hashem uh, later, but that's for those who are making their shaving and haircut plans. Not that you could find a barber anywhere, but uh that's uh however you're gonna make those plans, it would be it would be mutter. Okay, so again the handout that I sent in this morning, which Sadhg already uploaded, is should say Medjish Rabba, page one on the top, Shirah Shirim, And it's uh, probably take us most of tonight, if not uh, longer, but it's the second component before we even start the measures that tasis is quoting. Last night, we covered Scholl and why perhaps it might have been Mutter for him to commit suicide, assuming that it was Mutter, which most players can assume, and the background that will give us enough information to discuss it. The second part of the measures, measures are only going to quote two exceptions of suicide. And remember, the context over here is the Gemara might have a Havimina learning out that just like you can't take a life, your life, you can't behave yourself, and the Gemara is going to make a chilik, But we have to first understand what the Havamina is and what the exceptions might be. So the second exception, which we will see in the Medjish, is Hananya Mishal V'Azaiya. There is a fascinating uh, Machleik is exactly what their choice was, what was the Havamina, what was the maskana For a famous story in Navi, it's something we quote the Schhusavis in all our Slichus we're constantly referring to Khan Meshabra It was a it was a epic event and it gave Klay Yisrael tremendous tremendous schusim. Uh with all that, as famous as it is, you'll see very soon that it's quite a a some of it unanswered, at least the machalik what exactly they did, what they should have done, what the heter was, what they did was right, and they get the full credit for it. The question is, what was the shock of Ataiah? So most of it is in this Mejish Rabbah, we're going to see, but the crucial parts that we're going to quote after the Mejish is a tesis, a tesis, a Gemara, a Taesis M'Sochem, a Taesis subis, and a Gemara San which is all in here. So we will begin, and you will see what the complicating factors are. Uh, we were giving she'er not that long ago around Perm, discussing the background of what the aver of Chayisro was the time of Perm that they deserved such a threat of annihilation. And this medrash, in the same context, talks about what the possibilities are. It's well known. Possibility number one is they bow down to Nevuchadnezzar's idols in the time. After the Khorban, the context of Hanayim Hashavah, which we have to fit in, but let's not talk about them because they did the right thing, but everybody else bowed down. That's going to be one possibility. And the second possibility is they were nene from the Sud of or possibly both. The Gemara talks about this those who were nene were only shushan, so why is everybody else potash and Arvis? Uh, that's the context of this first part of the Medjush. So we're going to just quote parts of it, which are in front of you on page one of the second paragraph. So Gemara starts off with a, sounds like an unrelated Shailah, but it's very related. And that is, we know from Chazal that Hashem was Midas the for by the beginning of Bayashani. Without this Medjush, you would think, because the only other Makaris that talk about this seem to indicate the Asher Al It's so were Gemara, Coming with a tiny with a request, not a tiny complaint, but they said that the base made the first bias because of Avodah Azar. Other things going on also, but primarily Avodah And here we're coming to build Bayashani, and if the Eight is still raging, we're not going to be able to do much better. And it's no So we're going to build it, it's going to be destroyed again, but we don't stand the chance. So they came with that interesting, you could even dive in for such a thing. So they asked the Kaj Baruchu to get rid of the A Sounds like a great idea. We'd love to do that in many areas. Maybe all areas, but that would defeat the purpose of life. They felt the Yitzhar is only given. They spelled out the Taina. It's only given that we should get Shar, but we're losing more than we're gaining. And they davened, in a baruch and HaKosh Baruchot maskim. Then the gemara says that they felt uh, it's a shasa keisha, so why not get rid of the Eitzahar for our rice? And the Baruchot to show them that that's not really going to work, Hashem said, okay, we'll try it, and then they couldn't find any scrambled eggs in the morning. And uh, all of very Yisrael. So, that's not going to work, and then they sort of at least blunted it a little bit. I might say the Eitzhar of Avodah Zahar is gone, and shortly afterwards, it's really gone for the rest of the world. This is the onset by Shaini, and the, it, it took a while to seep in by the Goyim, but ultimately, the Goyim accepted monotheism, which is certainly a step away from Avodah Zahar whether Christianity is still a vodazara or not for them, we discussed a few times, but it's certainly a step in the right direction. That's what the Rambam says in the sense part of the Rambam and Hoxh That all came from this request from the Asher The Medjish in front of us here seems to say that it might have come from their request, but what triggered the possibility to even have the Shush to ask for such a thing? It's quite a courageous request. We would say almost audacious. Uh, how can they ask? Who this is like a mainstay of Shachar... Uh, Bechirahs, you have Yetzirah, and you have to work on it. But again, they claimed there was the law of diminishing returns and we're losing, and Hashem was maskim. That's chutz that they were able to ask. The Gemara now says came from a time in history slightly before, also after by Bayez Rishon, but not when they came back by Bayez Shani. They already had, uh, so to speak, a... Uh, a, um, a schuss behind them that, I don't know if understood that that's what it was, or they just had Siat Tashmaya and now Chazal understood, but whatever it is, this is the background. Eimasai Neka Yetzai Varazar. Rabbanah Omar. Elu Vester. Okay. Mardachai Vester. Mitzini Vester. The schussim, the fact they saved Klaeswal, and the fact, most importantly, the Klaeswal was Makabol again, Kimu V'Kiblu. the Makabol Me'avah, they all did Shuvah, and that schuss triggered the ability to, well, have the gullah which was coming, Mordechai and Esther's son, allowed them to continue building the base of Mikdash, and when they come back to request that the second bias be at the kufa without the Yetzirah for Vodazar. Keep in mind, by the way, it was a trade-off. Once the Yetzirah was taken away, we lost Navour. The Nevoah was only here to counteract the tricks of the Galochim from the Evde Varazar. Lamaisa, the Ashkenaz, the G'del, still felt it was worth it, and this Medjish is telling us, according to the first Shittah, that the schusim the kleisval had by doing tshuva, and that Mordechai and Esther helped and trigger and bring the nais was the t'shuz that allowed them to go back and go back with more kedusha without the etzah of Ravadazar. That is shita number one. Rabbanan Amri Elu Hananya Mishal Vazaya, which was at the beginning of the t'shuz of the 70 years of Gullus after the korban, And the Medrash coined this sheet of saying, I had such a schuss in making kiddush Hashem, showing that you don't, don't bow down to Avodah is Let's assume for a moment, Nebuchadnezzar was asking them to bow down to a real bona fide Avodah That'll be up for discussion soon. Let's assume it was a real Avodah Really was Yahweh Yav, but it was hard, and nobody else uh, didn't listen to it. Nebuchadnezzar survived. And they were willing to give up their life, and they did, and they were saved, and they made a tremendous kiddush Hashem. And that was a schus for Klay as they were representing Klay Yisrael. We're going to develop both these sheetas in a moment. Meizfin Rabbonu, top line of page 2. Meizfin Rabbonu, the Haya He says, well, if you have a situation where you're talking about what generated schusim for Klay Yisrael to enable them to even ask to get rid of the Yitzhahara, how can you do that with Yechidim? Now, there are many people who would assume that it wasn't the Mamashiach, it was Mordechai and it was Esther, maybe some other tzaddikim, but the assumption in this kasha is that what brought Yeshua was a few tzaddikim. So why should that be enough for Klay to make such a request? That's the Shiloh. He says they weren't yechidim, they caused the rest of Klay to go to a much higher in makabel again Me'avah, and that's his answer, so therefore it's for all of Klaistral. So, Hadam, Mesila, Rabanar, Amarav, Rab Ksiv, This should all sound very familiar, even though Perm feels like a hundred years ago. Ruben Shalesa Dirt It wasn't just Mordechai and Esther, they energized them, but Lamaisa Klaistral accepted, and that was the Schuss, and that enabled them to come back and have the Eitzahar for Avarazar Mavutul. Yeah, uh, nine, nine, uh, yeah. so we're going to get to that So that, that depends on what happened Before the showdown What were they picked to represent Klai So we're going to get to that right away That's going to be part of this Machlekis. Okay, go to page 3 And they developed the al Aldas Rabbanon, the second paragraph on page 3 Aldas Rabbanon of the Yisrael of Adazar Bimei Nebuchadnezzar Except for Khananya Meshavah Azariyeh it sounds like they suddenly got the schar and they didn't give in, but everybody else did give in. They were the only Yidin who didn't bow down. In which case, that wouldn't have triggered the schus to get rid of the Tsar for Vodazar, so it must be the schus of perm from Mordechai and Esther and the rest of the Sadiqim. They were representing Klai nobody would have bowed down. They were the Yechidim who got the schus. So, how do they describe what you were asking? How do they describe what happened, the selection process by Nebuchadnezzar's Avodazar? Him itself. Again, let's assume it's a real Avodazar for the moment. Esrim, page 4. Esrim, call Uma He picked 23 representatives from every nation. He can't have a million people there. So, he picked 23. Why would he pick 23 people from. Uh, the Italians and the Babylonians, the 23 was from, his main focus was Klai Most of these are shown. The Muhammad was against the Eden and against the Kodesh And number 23, he was well aware, was the number of the Sanhedrin. So that's number he picked for the Eden, and he used that number for the Galyim as well. Tried to pre- pretend that he was um, very democratic and gave everybody the same, same treatment. So each um was lined up. They all bowed down. They had no issue with it. One more of Ad-Azhar, one less of doesn't make a difference. And the only three out of the 23 that didn't bow down were Chanaim and V'Azaiya, but the other 20 did. Which means it was a big schutz for them, but not a big schutz for Kley Yisrael. Al-Das, Rab Shemin, lo'ev di Yisrael of says, that's not what happened Exactly. <laughs> it had groups of three from each nation, and these three were representing the nation, <laughs> were representing <K'l-Yisrael. laughs> They stood their ground, and they didn't bow down, made the Kiddush Hashem Shaman, that was the first fall of Kla Yisrael, and that's what gave them the right to go back and ask for the Bittal of the Eitzahar for Odozar. Then, the Medjush tells a very fascinating uh, detail about the Havimina Mascana, which has to be explained. Chameshah Zaya had no issue, obviously extremely brave, comes from Yerushalayim, and they're willing to get killed. They, sh- they weren't sure whether they should be getting killed at the moment and whether this is Yahar V'yavr, why we'll have to explain. And therefore, they came to Azdaniel, who was really one of the two Biggest Gedalum of the time. And they went to him and they asked him whether they should be cooperating, disappearing. What should they do? Rabeno Daniel. Slosha We're representing the Eden. The way the Major says it, they question whether we bow down or not. So why in the world would there be a question about that or not? is So it happens to be the Machalikas in the Gemara, there weren't 10 Yidin there. So one possibility is it wasn't before Hesiah. The way we pass in the Gimbala Be'ez Hamurus, G'l'raya Shvich Zama V'rezar, are Yehovah even not in front of 10? But that's a Machalikas. Could be they were asking that. There's another Tzad, even if there aren't 10 Yidin there, but the whole world's going to know about it. And that's considered for Hesia. also based on Esther for Hesia, Havi the Gemara Shaila. She was in the palace and weren't ten years in there, but they knew what was going on, basically. So that's considered for Hesia. So that was possibly part of their Shaila. The other part of the Shaila is going to be when we see Taisus, was this statue in Avodah Zahar or not? There's a possibility that it was just a statue for the honor of Vuchanetzar, but not that they had to accept him as a god, which is interesting because in the ancient world, it was usually a given that the emperor was a god also. Today, if you'd be in Russia, they used to have uh, statues of Stalin, I guess, were in every corner. So He didn't say it was an Avodhazar. So, so that wouldn't be Avodhazar. Bow down to him. Okay, some, there's two sheets of tastes with Mordechai and Haman. What was going on there? Did he have something around his neck, or did he make himself into an Avodhazar? Or possibly both. But it wasn't uncommon. The assumption was they claimed uh, that they were a deity or from descent up until. Um, World War II and the Japanese emperors. So that wasn't an uncommon claim. So it's not interesting that this is a tzab. But tastes will have such a tzar That it wasn't a Bilba L'zab, And hence that question, it's a Maris Can we volunteer? Can we be Machmir? It's taking your life? You can't just be Machmir. And that was part of the Shaila. So they asked Daniel, what do we do? Amr pretty weighty Shaila, especially if they're representing Clay Israel. And even if they're not, they're 23 and the only three not doing it. If it's only a Churma, it makes the other ones look bad. Amalaham So Daniel didn't want to answer the question because he felt there was one person more equipped to answer it. Why don't you ask Yecheskel? Go ask him. Okay. So they're going to ask. Skip now. Just three pages. We'll go back to the two Gemaras in a moment. Go to page seven. So they go to Yecheskel. Amr Lai amr and they put forth a question with the various possibilities of what the lumdis why yeah why not nitzkel amr mi yeshaya rabi this pasuk uh, we spoke about in a a couple of weeks ago we'll go back to see it inside but there is a pasuk in yeshaya. The context is not talking about this per se, but the aside is still there. Chabi kemat rega adya verzam. Which means, if you just duck and run till the fury passes, you could survive, meaning run away. You don't have to be there. While get into the Shailu. Now, the Shailu is, if Nebuchadnezzar pick three, where are they running. So apparently this conversation, they saw what was coming, and this before he actually picked them, Is if he picked them, they probably couldn't run. So they have to be part of the group or not. So he said, Chabi... Kematrega Why don't you run away? Amrle. So they asked. They said, "Well, isn't that a potential for an issue of how it looks? They're going to think that everybody bowed down. They're not going to know that we weren't there, and if we wouldn't have bowed down, Amrle boy. Are you suggesting the adain kolumaya that everybody, all nations, without an exception, bow down?" And that's gonna make the make the Eden look like they agree to this, so perhaps we should stay, or is it Sa Ahmed to stay to make a Kiddush Hashem. They shouldn't get that impression amrin. so what are you suggesting we wanna be there to give a sh'tach to this. Concept of of Odazar, and we want to show them that we're not willing to do it, we're willing to die. Then I have Taman, we dafka wanna be there, we're not going to bow down. to have in a sama, sagadlay, people should know everybody bowed down except for the Jews. So basically, they asked the Shaili, he said, you can run away, you can run away. And now they're asking, can they stay and be Mahmira? Because it's going to look bad if there's a perception that you didn't bow down like everybody else. That was the question. So the next part can be interpreted many ways. It's not a shaitla anymore. He already told them they can run. They want to know, can they be machmer? Perhaps the shaitla is, is Hashem going to give them siyatashmai and do an ace? Are they going to survive? They're willing to do it, but they don't want to get killed on a sailor. That's usher. That's going to be part of Rasugia. Can you have a situation in Hochzi where it's not a chiev, not a, not usher, but it's voluntary. That sounds odd. How can it be voluntary? Either it's a Khiv or it's suicide. That's going to be the crux of this. Amalaham. So they still asked them, Can you give us guidance? If you're really willing to do it and you think that this is what Hashem wants, give me a minute or a day or whatever it was and I'll try to ask. Now, I normally love Hashem Aimi, but as we're explaining, it's not a Shayle. He told them, You're Potter. It's still some of a Shayle. Can you be Machmer? But they felt it was Harashah, and it's brought down, that certain situations, a, a guldal or somebody in a certain situation has to make an impression, even if he's potter, he can volunteer to be Mesa Nefesh. That was really the shayla question, is it a good idea? Is that Rasan Hashem? Is this such a Harashah? That's really basically what they're asking. So they asked for a nevuah. It's a long line there, Pesek Behold, Lo he is not a problem. If it's not an answer, you could probably get on earth, possibly get on earth and... And it's not a strict Allah shaila that's been dealt with. It's a rashah. so a navi can make a arasha. Mm-hmm. He mentions in the footnote the earlier on har kam It was a arasha. Now you have to ask a navi for it. Is it rotsan Hashem to do a Rashah? Can you can you find out? How do you deceive? Ba bring up passing yecheskel. Ba anashim isikni yisrael ligidus Hashem ve'yeshu l'afanav. You look at the pesukim over there. There's all different shalach v'tayya, but. The Major is assuming this is also part of the questions that were asked of Yecheskel Natsukufa. So, as fascinating as this is till now, the answer is going to be even more interesting. Ammar Lifne. skip the uh, next page, go to page uh, 9. Na Baruchu Chananya Mishal Vazaria, Novashin Litein Al shmecha. He spells out the Shailah. They want to know, can they volunteer? Is that Ratzin Hashem? Mishkayim Atalein. He added, they didn't exactly ask this, but it sounds like it was, he understood as part of the Shaila. Mishkayim Atalein Eloi. Will you stand by them? Now again, I don't know if that's what they meant. Do wanted want to know if that's going to happen? Otherwise he would tell them, if you're not Mekhuliv, don't make a Rasha and save your life. So a number of ways to read this, all of which are going to be Nagea. But that's the way he asked it when he was talking to HaKosh Baruch Um, I'm not standing by them. Didn't say Befairish whether it's now us or not, but no guarantees, no promise of any Nisim. Skip down to the bottom three lines. Have a Bach of Ozil. Yecheskel not only took this Obviously, very seriously, he realized that this is Klai Yisrael's reputation as either tremendous kiddush Hashem and the three people might lose their life. He's trying to be careful and he was very upset at the news. Havi Bachiv also was crying when he came back. This is quite rare. We, we're used to Moshe Rabbeinu whenever he didn't know what he asked the Kosher We don't find this very often by Nevi'im. And this is after Khorban by This is toward the end of the Tkufa of Navu. So he told them what he heard, to which they said, they understood somehow that it's still something to do and they're still willing to do it and if they're going to die, they're going to die. Which, as you go through inquisitions and pogroms and and crusades, most Yidin who were willing to die knew they weren't being saved. I'm sure, I'm sure there were amazing stories they were saved at the last minute, but most of the time not, and they died on Kiddush Hashem. The Gemara talks about Papas and the Linus. They found the princess dead near Lud, the city of Lud. And um, it had nothing to do with the Yidin, but they somehow managed to blame them. And they told them if they don't hand over the perpetrator, they're going to surround the whole city and kill them. There was no perpetrator, but Papas and the Linus, who were leaders in the city, Sadiq and volunteered themselves, and they turned themselves in. Two of them. And the governor there said, I know what you're thinking. Uh, I know you, you, you guys didn't do it. He knew that. Because he probably knew nobody did it, but he said, well, it wasn't you. <laughs> and what you walk in here for? So he said, ah, you're thinking you're going to be saved. knew. <laughs> New history. They said, no, no, we were big people, they had chosen, we don't expect anything. They were taken killed, but they went straight to tomorrow. talks about the highest highest spot in the Haba. So they said we're going anyway, and Khazal only had praise for the decision. Khidish after the whole shock of Atari. And look at the bottom three lines in the bracket. Min Mingabed Yachesko, when they left and they finished speaking to Yecheskel and they made up their mind. Nigla Koshbar Khovamal had a second nevuah." and HaKash tells Yecheskel because Yecheskel was so distraught perhaps he didn't tell them maybe he should have told them don't He said, I don't want you to tell them that because I want them to get more schar but don't worry they're going to be an instrument of flaws they're going to survive So Yecheskel was so nervous about them that was a chesed against Ye- Yecheskel otherwise he would have found out anyway in a, in a few days but that's why it says before he was crying when he had to give up the message HaKash said uh, that was the message for them. message for you is that they're going to walk out alive. This is about as uh, pelvic as a medrash goes. The entire thing beginning to end. But let's now go back to the Rishanim and you'll see how they try to figure it out. Go back to page 5. If you... Um, came late We're in the set that was just uploaded which has the uh, Medjus Rabin Shir Hashim look at page 5 the Gemara in Psachim on Nun Gimel Ahmed Bez so first let's see the Gemara it's about midway down the bracket Tashma. talking about the Shittas of Tudus Ish Romi Tudus is Teddy That's, uh, he was a very big Tzaddik That's the name comes from Tudrus or Teddy Constantudris, but he was, a, he was a big man, a big Talmud and Gemara debating some of his halachas about what he did in Rome to commemorate the Carbon Pesach, whether they agreed or disagreed, but they're trying to show that this Tudus Ish Rami was uh, a very Chash knew Yid who had to learn, and they're quoting a drasha from him, unrelated to the rest of the Sukhya. Tashma. Rami. Hashem, the Kivshon Eish. Why did they want to do this? Again, the question... It's a Pella. either it's a Chiv or not. Was he, was he looking for a riot? The answer is, we saw from the Medrash and from this Gemara, it wasn't Poshit and maybe it was a Chumro, a Hidr. How do you have a Hidr and get, and get uh, killed? So that's what uh, he's asking. Where did they get this idea from? What was pushing them? Asma Hashem, Nasu Basma from the frogs. Mitzrayim, they're very Mesenefish during the magaifa. Al They don't have any mitzvahs. Yet, it says, Ksibu, You can see the Pesach on the side, and Allah in the Torah. they come into the house, not to the house they invade every inch of the house, and they go into your ovens and into your doughs. And obviously, the Gemara is going to dash over here. It means... The dough next to the oven is when you're about to bake bread. That means the oven is on and it's hot. Look back in the Gemara. So there were a certain amount of frogs that actually jumped into a boiling hot oven and got killed. And they weren't Metzuva, Anush, Metzuva, and therefore the Zvuntimachmer. It's clear, all the Mephoshim say, if it were a regular Chiv, you wouldn't eat them, You look at the Psuka Chomish, what's your Harvay and you do it. They're looking for a Kabbalah is They want to take an example from somebody, something that wasn't mitzvah, like a frog. And if they did it, it's the culture game. We should do it. So everybody asks on that, but they were mitzvah because the Pusik we just read says that the frogs were called up to go into all these places. The answer to that is there were 5 trillion frogs and only 3% of them ended up in the oven. It didn't have to be me. That sounds funny, right? But that, That's the M like, why do you... I can imagine all the frogs invading. And, you know, Tom is talking to Fred and he says, okay, uh, let's uh, stake out the place and uh, I'll go to the bedroom. Uh, I think it's something for you to do in the kitchen. <laughs> Why would you want to The answer is somebody volunteered and they held to a big kishem to fill every part of the the It wasn't a chiv on anybody. That's what it means. It wasn't a over here. are them here. Uh, well, apparently, if you say that answer, like the Ramban we mentioned last night, uh, somebody had Bechira because which frogs went into the oven and the other ones decided to go to the comfortable beds. A lot more comfortable on the pillow jumping around than the oven. So, so what do you say with that Ramban with Bechira of the animals? But, uh, as we mentioned last night, Lamaisa, that was that Kalvachemer. Of course, Tesis is going to ask. Um, the Ka'va doesn't really fit in. If it's a chiv to stay alive, you have a chay behem. If it's a chiv to get killed, then Avadazar is one of the Gimbalavers, And if 10 people know about it, maybe it's even for Hesia. So how do you learn that? That amidst sham. we're out of time, we will take up tastes tomorrow. So if you don't have the photocopies, try to find them by tomorrow, and we will pick up on page 5. Any questions? You guys are all still on mute. Okay. Anybody? David, I see you're still thinking. What? Okay, have a good night, Koltov. You got the paper I sent you? Go ahead, okay. ha yes. What was